Welcome to Trash Romance Central. I am your hostess with the mostest Becca, no last name. And as always, I don't even think this person is considered to be like a special guest anymore because they've been on the podcast as much as I have at this point. Um, <laughs> I think at this point, uh, Hani is a co-host. Um, and I think we're just kind of in denial about it. But welcome to Trash Romance Central co-host <laughs> and my Twitter wifey, Hani. What's up? <laughs> Hi, Becca. Hi, everybody. No, the reason why we're in denial is because I'm a Gemini and I can't commit to things. So I really appreciate you not making me do any of the work. I just join and talk my stuff and then, like, leave. That's how, that's our relationship in a nutshell. Like, you don't have to do any of the work. I'm, I'm your, I am your, I am your, uh, your house husband. I, I will yeah. do all, I will do all the work for you. So I am super excited about this today we're going to be talking about falling for christmas um and we won't get into it yet because you know we have a whole bunch of fun introductory stuff that we usually do on the podcast but i am just really excited because this is Lindsay lohan's i think like official comeback movie um yeah has she has she am i lying did she try this a couple years ago like she came out with something might have honestly um, i don't remember it so i feel like it doesn't count i'm counting it as her official comeback because okay the, the pr campaign they ran for this movie and how she, she just means like Lindsay lohan of the pinnacle during our childhood yes and i got all of the nostalgic feels There were some Easter eggs in this movie that we'll talk about that kind of hinted on some other films that she's been in. And so I'm just really excited to get into Falling for Christmas. But before we do, as you know, we always have a a section of the podcast where we figure out how trash uh, my guest is. Since Hani is not a guest and we know that she's trash as fuck, (laughs) uh, we're just going to kind of circle back and see if, if any of these tropes and uh and movies and books change so you know tell us what's been going on in your in your romance sphere how are you feeling what have you been reading what have you been watching my life has changed so everybody who knows me knows i've not been a huge fan of second chance romance uh it's always been like enemies to lovers has always been my pinnacle but lately i have been into second chance no way i have um i blame my friend nina so i'm gonna like PR for her for a second so (laughs) my friend wrote a whole novel I was like oh my god look at you with a with a husband and kids and everything and writing a whole novel but she wrote a whole novel it's called Because of Us by Nina Arda it's on Amazon you can get it on Amazon Kindle and everything um you can buy the paperback version and all that stuff but it's a second chance novel and I might be biased we all know I'm biased when it comes to my friends but it literally (laughs) changed my stance on second chance novel and it got to the point where I went in and I bought a whole bunch of second chance novels that I've read Oh my god. I read a whole series after I read her book of Second Chance. No, you did not. I did. So, okay, so go into detail about, because Second Chance is not the same as Friends to Lovers, right? No, it's not. This is a couple that was maybe together, like in high school or, okay. Yeah. So her book, it was actually this girl, I'm not gonna like spoil it or anything. This girl was with her brother's best friend actually and they were together and then they broke up but it's a second chance novel i've really been into that um 
Uh, that's been kind of the books that I've been reading. I got into some sea dramas or Chinese dramas thanks to our Twitter niece, Sunny. And that was also life-changing for me because I haven't watched them prior. You never watched Chinese dramas? No. That, my first one was Love Like the Galaxy. It's on YouTube. So if you guys want to check it out, you can't. But that was like my first real sea drama and it was life-changing. And then from then on, as Becca is aware, because I added her to a group chat like I always do without mm-hmm. any warning yeah without any warning <laughs> I've been into that and then the one DZ I've kind of been off of DZs I have um, not one... watched a DZ and like a you're really better than time. me because the one I'm watching is trash when I say trash I'm saying really trashy <laughs> like it's it's toxic to another level it's called Yali Shipikni. I'm butchering it, but but that's that's kind of how, how I've been. Just reading. I've read a lot more books. Still very anti friends to lovers. Okay, what? so that that has not have changed. No, um, that has I not watched changed. this. I watched this random. Oh, what was the name of it? Oh, it's called The Christmas Pact. I kind of want you to watch it just to like torture yourself. <laughs> it's on YouTube for free. It's on YouTube. I, yeah, I it has. It's on my yeah. list. It has Kyla Pratt in it. Don't know who the lead guy is, but they have really fantastic chemistry. But it is a friends to lovers arc, and I'm not going to spoil anything. But it's like over years. Oh. <laughs> so, um, I'm a trash. Yeah, it was it, it was it was torturous, but good. <laughs> I appreciate you. But yeah, that's that's pretty much where I've been for for novels. I'm gonna send you my second to ch- second chance love novels I read after my friend's uh, book. It's like a whole series. And because I'm trash, it's also really trash. <laughs> it's mostly smut. There's a lot well, of spicy scenes. What do we expect? Um, what do I we know. Expect? But we tried to have a book club taste. and that failed. Because <laughs> we can only read smut and smut only in this, I in know, this household. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you the, the, the name of the series. Go, every single book is a second chance novel. Um, they're either married or together and they're breaking up mostly because of the dude being messed up and then they get and then they like get back together at the end of the book but I was so I was so it was like eight or nine books I read eight holy crap in the span of like two weeks so very impressive (laughs) but yeah that's that's pretty much been about it for me. Uh, other than the Christmas pact which I did I saw your tweet so I like quickly went on to youtube and put it on my list of watch later what have you been into are you still pretty much the same i have just been i've been watching christmas movies since like october because i think that's me as a person (laughs) i don't remember all of them but if you follow me on twitter uh you've probably seen i try to tweet about it or at least like post a picture and try to give a recommendation on what i've been watching so yeah mostly just the same cheesy christmas movies where there's a girl boss and a a farmer guy if you know uh my fiance uh it's really ironic because he's like from the middle of nowhere and so i guess in this i guess in this scenario i am a uh a hallmark girl boss who <laughs> who fell in love who fell in love with someone from the country so it's it's just really ironic um, i am really invested in that by the way so so it works we're really proud of your fiance he's our favorite uh, rom-com lead. yeah 
And we met at a coffee shop. It just gets worse. It just keeps getting worse. It's very, <laughs> it's very homeless. Sorry, I forgot about that till you said it. Oh my God. Let me no, write your guys' love story. Yes. And start you, can, you can write it and just make it like really gross and cheesy and disgusting. I'm sure he'd love that. I'm sure that'd it's be great. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Other than that, um, I'm, I am keeping an eye out for Bridgerton announcements because I did say that the next season of the podcast is going to cover all things Bridgerton so I think I'm really excited I actually, for you for that yeah I think I might actually end up season. covering the Queen Charlotte series I don't know did you see oh. that did you see the snippet I see the snippet oh my god okay oh, it's, giving, it's giving my me everything favorite. I ever wanted yeah speaking of my favorite trope it's definitely giving like rivals mm-hmm. to, and you know how I feel about that spiciness. Yeah. Um, so if you do do that, I, I mean, I feel like it doesn't really need to be said, but I'll probably be joining on several episodes. It's not oh, every episode. several episodes. The, the only thing that is like kind of hindering me is that we do kind of know how it ends because if you watch Bridgerton, you obviously know. No, but that makes it sadder and cuter. I know, and but. Like, I went back and watched that scene in the first season when the king comes, and the look in her eye, I'm like, oh my god, it explains so much now. Like, Like she was so so passionately in love, and and it just breaks my heart seeing him not be able to to remember things, so... Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to, I don't really know when the start date for that is. I need to go back and look. I think it was just like a I don't think for, they've announced. For next year. Okay. Yeah, they haven't um, announced. So we got time. It's fine. Plenty of time. So yeah, that's that's probably what's going to be happening in the future of the podcast. And I think me and, and Hani actually may cover some more Netflix original Christmas movies. So we uh, love ourselves some. Yes, really exactly. And we love hearing we love hearing ourselves talk. So that's why we're yeah, doing this. It works. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, I think we covered all of like the updates and I'm going to steal this from DZ for DZ. Uh, I think we're done with all the housekeeping. So <laughs> let's go ahead and <laughs> and get into this uh, gem of a movie. Um, I think, Hani, you always do are like you do recaps wow. very well. You yeah. do a lot better than I do. I think I talk too much. So I'm going to shut up and let you get into kind of just like a less than 30 second uh, elevator pitch. <laughs> So it's a really, here's, um, actually, I, I feel like I can almost break this down with one word for those of us who watch a lot of rom-coms. This is Overboard, the Goldie Hawn original. Plus, I feel like they made a updated version a few years ago, but with a Christmas twist. So Lindsay Lohan plays a super rich heiress, Sierra Belmont. Which I really appreciate the last name. I love saying Belmont. <laughs> and her dad is trying to get her more into the business. So he appoints her, gives her like this fancy title that doesn't really mean much. And she even knows it doesn't mean much. Director <sighs> of Atmosphere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At her dad's company, which is so like funny. this hotel company. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. She, I mean, Lindsay Lohan looks the best I've seen her look in she quite looks some fantastic. time. She looks most herself, her most like herself. Like I am yeah. so happy. She looks to so see healthy. Her. So healthy. Yeah. And, happy. Uh, and I'm like, yes, I love you. And uh she has an influencer boyfriend 
named Tad. Tad. <laughs> That's like the most generic white boy name. Um, although I do appreciate the villain having an English last name. We all know how I feel about the English. I really think he was, a, we can get into that later. I don't really think he was a villain, though. I think he was just dumb. Well, he's not the villain. He's not <laughs> yeah, a villain. I get like what you're saying, villain. though. He's the, he's he's the, like, he's the antagonist like, in the story, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He's he's the dude that's definitely not going to be the love end, interest. End game, yeah. Yeah, the end game, dude. So um, she has him. I do want to, sorry, I'm going to do that thing where we kind of talk through the movie as I explain the plot. But the army of people taking care of her in that first scene. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that's the life I want. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so so yeah, basically she's, like, like Hani said, she's like basically like the heiress of like the hotel industry and like yeah like her dad wants her to be more involved but she doesn't really want to take the job but like she is basically like just a spoiled spoiled brat essentially like i think that's what they what you yeah, want you to take a away from it brat, but um, she's not a brat because she means to be a brat she just no i she, think it's it's just out one. of exactly it's out of like Ignorance. what she has been accustomed to she doesn't know any better so yeah she has like a gaggle of people she doesn't make her own bed uh which i i feel she that but it's not because not because Who i'm rich I, I just don't make my bed sometimes <laughs> yeah she does not make her own drink she has like clothes that are like flown in like wasn't there something like like that was off like a new a new fashion line and she's like oh let's yeah, go with Valencia, that one um, something. I don't not know. The, yeah. oh yeah i can't remember the name of it and so yeah she's just she's that girl like i think yeah. we can say that like she really yeah. she's just she's that girl She's like Paris Hilton in The Simple Life, but like more. Combined with Tipton from Sweet Life and Zachary. Oh my God. Yes. That I, I like that. I, if, if Paris Hilton and London had a baby. Yeah. She <laughs> uh, and Sierra and Beaumont would be right. I will say, I will go to bat. I don't care how toxic this is, but I am all about women just living that life and not having to do yeah. anything they don't yes she's yeah so she has this boyfriend she's trying he's an influencer so he doesn't really have a job she's trying she's like i don't really want to work because i don't know what i'm doing in this title and Mm. my dad just gave me this job and he's like don't worry about it you can be an influencer baby that's not what he said i don't want to do an english yeah he's (laughs) that's what he basically says and she's just kind of like i want I want people to know me for me and not necessarily connect me to like what my dad does. So she's like what? trying to find her place in society and her identity. But yeah. Look at you like still, wrapping it up so nice. You're so nice but, to her. But she's still accepting the the lifestyle though. That's yeah. what was funny to me is that you don't want to be like in your father's shadow, but yet like you have your fully entire embraced. life is bankrolled. <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted to give her a face and I wanted to be like, strike out on your own. But it's really hard when you're living in his hotel and everybody around you is catering to you because of who your father is. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and as we're getting through her day, we meet the main guy. Uh, Jack, the main lead. Jack Russell. This is where I'm going to get toxic. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the actor is from Glee. If you recognize it's, him. Oh my, that's is that how where you know him from? Yes. Because I looked we it up. I looked it up. Movie. Yeah, I looked it up because I was like, this guy looks so freaking familiar to me. And he, I don't know who he was in Glee, because honestly, this is for another podcast, but I wasn't crazy about Glee, so I didn't really watch all of it. I just watched like- So many people just um, like stop the podcast right now. 
I know they're probably like, what did she just say? But yeah, I I recognize him still. And I think he was in some other, probably okay. some other like but low budget movies. Something that I've seen. toxic, real quick. My problem with this guy, it's not even the acting. Because let's be honest here, nobody watches one of these Christmas movies for like Oscar act contending acting. Yeah. My issue with this guy is this is gonna sound so shallow, but he just he did not do it for me at all. There was no jawline. I think Where it was, was the hair, from? though. Like, was it he's okay? Not bad look. Like, I looked at other photos of the actor, and I looked at pictures when he was like younger, and he's not a bad looking guy. He had a jawline when he was I don't know why they gave him. I don't know why they gave him that single mom haircut. I think that's what really messed it up for me is the bang. The bang was, was a wild choice. Energy. He was giving what energy? He was giving puppy energy. Like, main guy should not give... He was giving, like, best friend of main guy energy. Interesting. He was not giving main guy energy. Yeah. And that might just be because I'm toxic and I'm like... No, for me, it wasn't... It wasn't necessarily just him. I just don't think they had chemistry. <laughs> like, okay. at all. So, I don't I'm, know. Like, I, that's why I'm kind of trying to... I'm trying to be like, was it just him? Or was it just the fact that they literally, like, I think she looked at that snow globe with more attraction than she looked at. Because how can you be attracted to a guy with that hair and that lack of sex appeal? Like, I don't know. Maybe he has sex appeal. I hope he's not listening to this podcast. I I hope so, too. (laughs) Um, I feel really terrible. But let's be honest here. As a society, we give a lot more grace to good looking people with sexual energy very true very true and i just i didn't feel that like i didn't have any heat whatsoever the fact that she had more energy with tad the influencer guy you think so there was a little more energy because the way tad is i'm pretty sure tad's homosexual doesn't he like come out at the end Uh, (laughs) he like I'm just saying the energy in the beginning between the two of them was a lot more oh I could see like a storyline I think that just I honestly think that just goes back to the chemistry it goes back to the actor chemistry like it really did feel like maybe Lindsay and I don't know the actor's name didn't have an opportunity to connect like off the set they didn't get a chance to like develop like any type of like like it was just like they turned the cameras on and were like, "I need you it to pretend tor- like you're in love." It's toward over street. Exactly. Yeah. There was no. Um, yeah. There was there was no connection. There was no warmth behind it. So I get where you mean, like not heat. So that's why I, I wouldn't necessarily put the blame completely on him because I I just didn't see it. I didn't yeah. see them realistically as as a couple. I think if you okay. would have paired him, maybe with someone else, and took the bang out. Maybe maybe there's a possibility of <laughs> maybe there's a possibility of there being something there. But yeah, so uh, please, what's his what's his name again? <laughs> uh, are you talking about Chord Overstreet? His Tord? real name? Pod Chord. Chord. It's Chord. Chord. How do you spell I'm that? Butchering. Listen, I'm butchering his name, but it's fine. I can't please speak. spell that. C H O R D. That is a name, honey. (laughs) Let's not get into that. I'm Um, so sorry. (laughs) I'll edit this part out. What? This is perfect. I love, I love. Oh my God. 
we are okay. we are a little cracked it's fine that's what this is about this is gonna be a shit show to listen to I, who, i'm so sorry i apologize guys we're all over the fuck place okay no. so, uh, tour, so enough of toured enough of toured let's get back. enough of toured but <laughs> i will say um i liked the cinematography where they had her kind of going through her morning where she's running um through the hotel and then he's trying to talk her dad into investing into his like mm-hmm. ski lodge so we and have then we have going. we have the first meet cute or whatever because of course you have her yeah. walking fast you have him trying to dodge out of the way of i think like a bell boy or something yeah um and so he ends up spilling hot chocolate on her well actually just specifically whipped cream i think and it's like the size of like a quarter like it's not it's like like she didn't get like her she didn't get her clothes actually ruined but her and tad make this like huge deal out of it um and i can't remember by security yeah, I, I can't. I can't remember the name, of the name of the outfit. They kept yelling it out. They were like, "Not the." It's, it starts with the V. Balenciaga. I think it was. It was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be similar to Balenciaga, but obviously they can't say that because they don't have. Yeah, like, so I think they called to, it Balenciaga. Not or the. Something. Yeah, not the Magiaga. I don't remember. What I don't know. Uh, but if you go watch, it was cute. I would wear that with the with the hat. Oh, it was and gorgeous the, and the glasses. She was wearing loved, sunglasses indoors, yeah. and I didn't even mind it. The look was. The looks in this movie were fantastic. She like, they her were. fashion. Her fashion sense was all over the place. They do the meet cute, and they get this guy escorted off the mm-hmm. property, and then her and her—I really want to call him Chad, but it's Tad. <laughs> Tadpole <laughs> have dinner with her uh, or lunch or something with her dad, and you can tell her dad is just not about this guy. He's not He's about so him. unimpressed. Tad's like, oh, like I'm an influencer. And he's like, so basically, you're a salesman. Wrecked. <laughs> Which Wrecked. is true. Let's be honest here. Sorry to all the influencers who just like hit stop on the recording, but that's what y'all are. You know, it's your- that is very true. I am considered a micro, which I think is, I hate that word um, because I have like a food page or whatever. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't sell anything like sell, sell you anything, but sell I sell am... your life and yourself and I buy it every day. Do not call yourself a micro influencer. You are. An no, by technical, by technical standards, it's by follower size. And so if you have underneath a, a certain amount, then you become like a, a micro influencer. I, I, I think technically spirit. you're probably a micro influencer too. You, no, you influence the public. Don't you- even. We're not doing you, this. Let's move on. Yes, we are. Yes, we are doing this. You influence the public to make decisions based on what you tweet. So, like, if you have a recommendation, people have watched things that you tweeted about. People have bought books that you have tweeted about. It's it's the same thing. So, we're in the same boat. But Listen, anyway. I'm not. You are better than me. I'm just a cracked, I'm just is, a very toxic person self, online. This is the self-deprecation portion of the podcast. <laughs> Um, no, no. So- let's move on. So, <laughs> I think my favorite part after the dinner or lunch or whatever, I it felt really weird because they were ordering dinner things, but it was light out. Yeah, I think that was um, just a probably a yeah. 
recording so, issue. <laughs> so after that, um, moving on for me. Um, so after that, like her dad has to go on a work trip or whatever. And I felt like this was, here's the thing. This is where I'm going to like make it intellectual. But I really, my favorite thing about all like rom-coms slash the shows that we watch is there's always like this big hint if you are a watcher of these shows that tell you that something really messed up is about to happen because her dad Ooh. is like I really want to take care of you I want to make sure you're you're taken care of and she's like oh my god don't worry I'm in good hands I'm with Tad yeah foreshadowing and I'm like, oh, Tad's foreshadowing. about to do something really stupid that's really gonna me- get her messed up <laughs> yeah it was heavy foreshadowing if it was a DZ they would have like made the scene slow down <laughs> like it would have been like it would have all been in slow motion like her and her father would have looked at each other for like 10 minutes um and then that would have been the end of the episode and then we would have had to wait to wait. start back up so yeah. that's basically that's basically what that was was foreshadowing that like tad is about to fuck up shit's not gonna go the way it's supposed to go yep um so her tad is like let me take you out somewhere and then she's all she tells her handlers at the hotel not to interrupt them because which is another foreshadow which is another obvious kind of like wink wink to the audience that like oh she told them that so they're not gonna look for her later yep yeah so they go on a mountaintop somewhere well no first first of all this was what pissed me off was first of all tad like surprised her or whatever but she was like oh i thought we were just gonna do a like a a gondola ride um i don't know why she thought they were gonna do a gondola ride when it was like freezing (laughs) cold outside i i like i heard that part and was like girl but she thought they were gonna do like something you know like cute romantic or whatever because they're supposed to do a photo shoot together and he's like oh no like i have better plans meanwhile she does not know how to ski (laughs) um so he like takes her to like this like wintry ass like i think like they're going like towards like the mountains thing which i feel her because i've only like i pretend to ski all the time but i never have i've never skied before that is that is out of my that is out of my uh my range yeah don't don't even bother like yeah uh, but he didn't even want her to he didn't even want her to actually because she says that she's like oh i don't know how to ski and he's like oh babe it's all smoke and mirrors you know we don't actually have to ski and you just need to look like you did it so he actually got a snowmobile and this part was so funny i was cracking up he got a snowmobile and he's like oh do you know how to get these to work and she's like no tad i do not um and he he goes up to the snowmobile and it's like snowmobile uncleanse yourself or like like um basically he couldn't get it off of like the car so he thought it was like he thought it was like responsive like he thought it was like siri or alexa or something like that and starts talking to it and she's like what are you doing like it's not it's not ai like it can't hear you so that part was i can't lie like that part i think i literally laughed that is so stupid um so they finally get up to the top of this mountain and what what they don't see we actually get to see this what they don't see is the direction they go into actually has a sign that says like danger do not it i don't know if you caught that <laughs> it was really quick so I like, did. Were, and I, I, but at yeah. that point like i knew something bad was gonna happen at this point prior to but they were really hitting like 
they were really hitting hard with the foreshadowing. Like these people could yeah, really write. They and could it, really write a movie if they wanted to because it was they were shoved they were shoving it down our throats that like shit was going to go left. Yeah, which might be why I was turned off. Maybe I'm just like too. I've watched too much of this, so I'm like, you guys already did I the mean, whole. Let's good be honest. Thing. The reason why we really didn't that we that we really didn't connect with it besides outside of Lindsay Lohan was it had an amnesia trope, and we do not do well with those. <laughs> normally this kind of amnesia trope <laughs> I do well with because I loved Overboard and, and somehow the, the amnesia the amnesia trope was still handled better than the show <laughs> that I will not name because we're not talking about that show right now but somehow <laughs> ne- a Netflix a Netflix fucking original movie managed to handle amnesia better than a DZ. <laughs> Oh my god. I apologize. We really have PTSD. (laughs) And that's why literally I was like, oh, I can't do this again. I was like, she's gonna disappear and then she's gonna come back with an ex and then it's gonna gonna be terrible. So with an ex that's wearing a bad scarf. Oh my god. An ex that looks like a pirate. Um but yeah, let me bring this back in. Let me bring oh, this back yeah. in. So basically, so they go they up, they go up to the this. mountain. Yeah, Can they we get talk on top. about the fact that, that this man proposed hideous. with a ring? Not even that just hideous. Disgusting. He proposed with a ring that didn't fit her. I've not. I'm sure that's a lie. I have yeah. been proposed to. <laughs> but I, I actually who proposes have with a ring that doesn't like match. Yeah. And, I actually have or, a really cute. I actually have a really cute story. Um, oh, to, to embed into this real quick. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm really into your love story, so go for it. I know. Oh, God. So if you follow me on Twitter, um, you know that I recently got engaged in Paris, this whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, love story. We're all really into it. Go ahead. So, <laughs> so I will say something that actually did kind of make me cry and was like, was felt like a movie moment, even though we don't always have movie moments. Like we we are humans, just like everybody okay. else. Um, don't ruin the love story. Was, I know you don't have to be logical though. Like that's who I am as a person. So I like he like picked out the ring with like my friend. Um, they were like they've been looking since like September. Uh, like he would tell me that he was like grabbing drinks with like one of our close friends, and he was actually going to go look at the ring, which um the Virgo in me doesn't like being lied to, even if it's for a good cause. So I was a little salty about that. But anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, (laughs) he told me that like, I was like, well, how did you, the ring is perfect. Like guys, like I, the size is like, it's not too big. It's not too small. Like I, um, I don't feel like it's going to fall off, but it also is not like to the point where like, it's, you know, cutting my circulation off. And so I was like, how did you like figure it out? And he was like, you know, sometimes where we would like hold our hands up against each other. Like if we were holding hands or just kind of like, you know being like gross or whatever um and I'm like yeah and he was like I figured out that my pinky was the exact same size as your pointer as like as my ring finger and I was like wait what and he was like yeah he was like I noticed that like I when I did it I measured your ring finger and it was the size of my pinky so when we went to the the ring shop I was able to put the ring on my pinky finger and I knew it would fit and when I tell you I like almost started <laughs> sobbing so i just i don't know i thought that was really cute I wanted to share the podcast. <laughs> and don't make his head big because he gets on my nerves but you know we love each other he, you know he drives me crazy i drive him crazy but that was like that probably was one of 
the most like um oh my god like hallmark-esque netflix original movies that i've that i've ever felt and it was it was really sweet so to go back to that point <laughs> that if tag would have just did that um he could have gotten sierra a ring that fit honey are you okay <laughs> sorry i'm i'm really emotional right now <laughs> I mean, he also had my friend tried on too. Um, I don't think we no, have. No, shut! Don't ruin it for me. I'm don't. Ruining I'm ruining it because, like, come back yeah. to life. <laughs> no, it's sweet. I got to give him credit. It's very sweet. Okay, we got it. Hello. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm still here. I'm just I'm just emotional right now. <laughs> I think I killed her, guys. Um, I'm, well, I'm just gonna keep talking while you pull yourself together. Sorry, give me a second. I just, I just need a moment. Not so basically, yeah. So the ring was too big. Um, and she even says that she's like, "Tad is too big," and he's like, "Oh, like we'll figure it out. We get it resized or whatever." Um, meanwhile, uh, uh Jake Russell's dead wife's mother. So his mother-in-law. I don't know why I said it like that. That was so weird. His mother-in-law. His mother-in-law is with his daughter and they're like making wishes or something. Like they're making wishes like on a tree. It, it doesn't make any sense, but we're going to no, go. No, um, um can we just talk about how this kid's Christmas wish kind of like ruined everybody's life in a way cuz Oh yeah, no, it definitely did. It definitely ruined everybody's life. And the the wish gets like revealed at the end, but isn't she basically just wished for her dad to have someone? Ah, uh, that's life? what she said. Yeah, so she wishes this and there's this this is the creepiest fucking Santa Claus I have ever seen in any movie. His presence was just very strange to me. And I'm so sorry, no disrespect to the actor, but you just have a very menacing face. And you made me feel very uncomfortable. And I don't want you to play Santa Claus anymore because I don't, I didn't like it. Um, um, so <laughs> I had to put that out there. No, Can I've we? seen, no, I've seen like a season for Miracles. There's Miracles on 34th Street. There are some movies where the movie Santa Claus is, like even the, the drunk Santa from Elf had a little bit of charm. This guy was just really scary looking. Like I just... I, I don't I don't know I'm gonna I, get in my soapbox for a minute but Santa Claus is based on Saint Nicholas and I'm really tired of people oh making Santa Claus be this like old white man I like Santa is, Claus was spicy white he the was most <laughs> chaotic podcast that we've ever done I know I'm sorry I, I'm just someone I, probably literally see... has turned it off by now because they're like I need them to just stay on track I think we both have ADHD so I apologize immensely <laughs> this is really bad I apologize and I had a lot saying? of coffee and so I can't I, I'm just calling. saying I every I, I do this with every Christmas movie where I'm just if somebody could make a Christmas movie where Santa isn't the Coca-Cola Santa and is like Santa Claus a la Saint Nick Maybe it's the history nerd in me. Maybe it's like the woke part of me, but it just, it always drives me crazy. And it drove me even more crazy because like you said, this Santa like was just very, (laughs) but yeah. So um, anyway, yes, they're making a wish. He winks, which is like, okay, whatever. Um, He, (laughs) Santa Claus winks. And then that makes the wind blow. And so the the wind blows. And, like, pushes her wish off the tree and goes up to the sky, which I think is basically like, oh, so the wish is going to come true or whatever. So this same wind um, goes all the way up to the mountain where Tad is proposing with this 
hideous ass ring and sierra belmont literally starts to slide like off of the mountain and this is so funny this tells you everything about her relationship with tad because instead of reaching for her actual hand tad reaches for the ring only and <laughs> like i was like are you serious right now gets the ring off her finger and she like falls hey so she she falls that back. ring is on layaway <laughs> uh, on, obviously probably honestly you know he's an influencer so he probably got it from like he probably got it like they never touched on that but how much you want to bet that like one of his companies or something like reached out to him and was like hey can you like propose with this ring and we'll give you money or like yeah which explains so, yeah I, I believe you because she was like oh my god you didn't want us to be official and you didn't want the world to know about us why do you know now I'm like exactly it, it was likes. because for profit it was for profit he needed likes um that ring didn't even look like something that she would like like it's not like me and her besties but like it was just it was just really ugly like it was hideous it um, was and so yeah so, so she, she goes, goes down one side of the mountain he goes yeah. down the other yeah he like um, falls through the middle of the mountain <laughs> yeah um go, going to her so she falls down and I, was it like the workers or the guests no so jack like jack is actually jack is actually um taking a couple on a not a toboggan ride is it a, is that what that's called a toboggan or a um a sleigh, a sleigh a sleigh but i'm not it's that way okay. <laughs> Cannot stay it's a it's a sleigh so he's taking this couple on a sleigh ride and so um they're like going through the woods or whatever and they see her laying down and they love how they still had an opportunity to put like a funny black guy character in the movie it was like okay at least they tried and so he's like he's like oh my god is that a dead body i don't do dead bodies or something like that and her fiance is like calm down and then she's like wait is that a dead body? And so they get out. Jake goes up to Sierra. She's like passed out. Um, and that's how like they find her. So they find yeah. her and take her to the hospital. Her yeah. identity really can't be verified at the hospital. Yeah. Which like and she is giving these people a, a run for her a run for their money. Like she is being so like, let me out. Why are you holding me prisoner? And they're like, girl, who are you? And she's like, yeah course i know who i am and then she's like wait i don't know who i am <laughs> but do we talk okay i'm sorry um going back to the chaos of this podcast but <clears throat> 2022 you're telling me that nobody in that hospital had access to google or instagram eggs oh my god I like and I was trying so hard. I was like, Rebecca, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. Not everything needs to make sense. Not everything makes sense. Not even that. For me, it was the fact that you're telling me she is this rich ass daughter of, of this town. Rich like everybody knows the Belmonts. And like the resort that she came from, like the hotel that she came from is what maybe like 15, 20 minutes away. Like it's not like it's in the same yeah. area. Yeah, and no one recognized her. Exactly. <laughs> like I get it. I get it that it's for the plot, but like I've seen Hallmark movies that have done this trope, and actually there was one I really like. I can't remember what it's called, but she's a writer. Um, yeah. she's a she's a writer. She's on a book tour, and she goes to a small town, which makes sense. She goes to a small town in a different city. She's from like L.A. or something. She goes to a small town to do this book tour. Um. And she hits her head, 
has amnesia and like falls in love with like a family there so it's the same trope but it's convincing because she's not super close to like where she came from and even though she's even though she's like a really she's a really big author she doesn't um i think her identity might actually be sealed she doesn't do a lot of press and stuff yeah so like it makes sense that no one would know who she was so like i get that was for plot but i i had the same i had the same feeling i was okay okay that makes me feel better because i was like normally i can shut the logical part of me off but i think the fact that a it was so close b it seemed like one of those resort towns so the biggest hotel the heiress to the biggest hotel in town and nobody knew who she was is that what you're telling me and you know small towns know everything like that's every time you go to a small town they're like oh my god you're so and so i heard it from kathy at the waffle house (laughs) Like literally, it's like no one knows who this bitch is. Be fucking for real. Be for real. And then to make matters worse, this dude ran into her at that hotel, so he couldn't go back to the hotel and be like, "Hey, now am I am I tripping, or does he say at some point that she looks familiar? Did I make that up? He does. He does. Okay. Okay. Because I was rewatching. I was rewatching this morning. This morning too. Yeah, I I rewatched not the entire thing, but I put it on just because um i'll be honest with you guys like this was not one of my favorites <laughs> so <laughs> I, I i watched it um i think i watched it on my phone or something and then i finished it and that was maybe about a week ago so i hadn't remembered everything and so i i kind of took no he does uh, he's like i remember her from somewhere okay. she's familiar and i was like oh my god you guys couldn't like be like hey there's a this is a resort town let's check with all the hotels around but how else would they have fallen in love? Okay, that's so. fine. Okay, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> they could have done it better. Maybe, like, make it, if he wouldn't have run into her, and maybe she was not as well known in the town, but it seemed like she was really well known in that hotel. And like you said, yeah. small town talks. So, I don't know. Um, Moving on from that, though. So, he takes her to his ski lodge. Yeah, what is it called? North Star north star i want to say i think it's called north Um, star obviously i was not as well like you said i was not very invested in this movie i apologize (laughs) ahead of time this is gonna sound very haterish but (laughs) it is what it is it's it's what this is a podcast where we review things and we're gonna be honest and honestly i was not as other than Lindsay lohan i was not very invested she did fantastic she did fantastic oh my god oh we haven't we missed it we missed it we missed it okay so actually way before tad even proposes the two of them are in the car and guess what comes on the radio um jingle wait jingle bells jingle bell rock yes jingle bell rock comes on the radio and if you are a Lindsay lohan fan you probably have seen mean girls where she sings jingle bell rock with the girls and so it was a really really cute yes it was a really, really cute callback moment. She's in the car with Tad and the song comes on and she's like, I love this song. And she starts singing it. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I got nostalgia goosebumps. I did. I, 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 I did really, really appreciate that. Yes, that was such. And I, I wanted to talk about that, but I completely forgot about it. That was such a nice like, kind of Easter egg for like her fans and for people who have just really been supporting her. So I thought that was the cutest but anyway so <laughs> back to uh, so yeah, her identity can't be verified so he takes her to his like bed and breakfast ski lodge thing called north star lodge 
um, the little girl comes up and I know we kind of touched on her Christmas wish, but can we talk about the fact that he's only been a widower for two years and the little girl's like, it's been oh two years, God. dad, get over so, it. Find actually, I, I forgot to mention this to you. I think that might be one of my least favorite tropes now, and I'm not going to go into this too long because we're already approaching an hour somehow. I don't know how we end up doing this all the time. Um, I'm trying to be, I'll try to be very quick, but I have noticed that so much in so many movies especially rom-com movies and romance movies in general like I get it for the plot and I get that you're supposed to like move on but I really do think that like we as a consumer start to internalize that and we start to like you start to think that like you start to see women or widowers or people who have lost someone and you're like oh I wonder why they haven't moved on because in every fucking film they tell you that within two to three hours two to three hours basically two to three years like you should have and so i think it i think that might be becoming one of my least least favorite tropes is the erasure of the dead (laughs) wife like stop doing that like stop i hate it i hate it um i'm not gonna name any names but in my real life (laughs) oh okay co-workers Honey lost you, her husband of sure 20 years. Safe? No, just let me one second. Okay. 20 years they were married. He died, and this is gonna sound like a DZ plot, but hand to God, like I swear on everything I love and everything I am. This is true story. So one of my colleagues lost her husband of 20 plus years in August. In October at a work gathering so this is august so august september october like three months right mm-hmm. brought her date has a new boyfriend that's practically moved in okay i'm gonna play devil's advocate and the boyfriend gonna... is her ex-brother-in-law oh <laughs> well Okay, I was going to play devil's advocate and say that I have noticed that older people tend to move on faster because, like, because, like, you know, you spend an entire lifetime together, life is short, the person probably wouldn't have wanted that for them. So I was with you up until, up until the (laughs) brother-in-law. That is, I think that's a Hallmark movie plot. I literally saw a woman who fell in love with her partner's brother while he was, like, so it's that is everything in me not to sit her down and wow. ask for a step-by-step detail as to how this happened. I'm just saying though that a widower thing that moves on really quick, you are right in the fact that we're absorbing it as a culture. Because every Wow. She should every... write a book. I would read that book. I would so read I would read the shit. I'll tell out of you book. more off off tell, air. Tell me more off air. I don't want you to get fired. But, um. but yeah, no. But my issue is that this daughter, this is her mother, and she's grown enough because it's only he's only been in widower for like what two years, so she's grown enough to know her mom. But in two years, she's like, Dad, I'm tired of you crying about mom dying. You need yeah, a new mom. But that's why I hate that they make it come from the child too, because we're like, that's so sweet. She just wants her her dad to like find true love again, and it's like, say, but I was like, what is wrong like, with this girl? Did she hate what? her mom? Why are you I'm like, like damn, like. 
she's not even like freshly buried. Like she's like still fresh. Like, can we? She hasn't decomposed yet in that grave. Like, and you're geez. like, let me get a new mother. And even that, even her mom is behind, like the Abula, the grandmother is all for it. And I'm like, girl, like that was your daughter. Like you're just okay exactly. with him. Forgetting about her. The body has not decomposed yet. And they're like, get over it, sir. Anyways, um, moving on from that. Oh, Lord. No, I'm going to quickly go through this because everything that happens (laughs) after this is not as important to the setup. So the hotel, (laughs) his ski lodge, whatever, uh, bed and breakfast hotel is struggling. It's not doing well at all. It's failing. People are canceling. People are canceling reservations to get Airbnbs, which I thought was a really nice realistic point because i know yeah. the hotel industry is not a, doing well a, because of because of airbnbs and stuff thankfully though it seems like airbnbs are dying hallelujah but anyways <laughs> um as this is going on with this and she's like learning about this tad her fiance also went to the other side of the woods and he this like influencer is lost yes. in the woods he found yeah he finds shelter i don't know what's this, this guy's like, name anti his name is ralph i wrote it down okay um, okay he's very anti like internet anti everything so i think that's super hilarious so that was that little bit i laughed at the dude takes it was him- it was a good side block because i was like what are they going to do with him for the rest of the movie um and so like they kind of keep going back to him and ralph basically yeah. just trying to survive in the wilderness and you get a couple laughs like it was pretty it was pretty funny yeah. side plot it i was, would say it was super, super funny and i liked it because it was like you know it was very hilarious this like super technical dude with this very anti-technology and anti-society dude that was funny um so four days pass um everybody's like too scared trying to figure out what's going on but of course she told them to leave them alone so nobody looks for her but her dad finally realizes she's missing so he Mm -hmm. talks to the sheriffs the sheriff has just picked up tad and his new bestie ralph who might be his future sugar daddy um but that just might be (laughs) yeah that's why i was like they have so much chemistry i I am not always trying to make a a character queer because i know that like that's a big thing now is that people are like oh i think they might be queer like they should be queer tad is actually gay like i like I in my opinion if you agree please uh please Let at me or DM us. me because i really do think tad might be gay um anyway yeah. and, and i love a metrosexual dude listen Here's the thing you need to know about me. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know me. You know I love a dude that's a metrosexual that, like, knows fashion and all that other stuff. So it's not because of that. I'm just saying, Tad gives very big twink energy for me. He had chemistry with every man in the yeah, film. He did. He did. <laughs> it does really into it. Anyways, the sheriff has just gotten him. As this is going on, we're going to go back to the ski hotel lodge thing um they are quote unquote falling in love and i don't know how because nothing happened so i i so basically she knows nothing um sierra doesn't know how to do anything and she's getting frustrated because she feels useless because she can't cook she can't even make her own bed uh she's not like she's not good at chopping wood and so like basically she's starting to understand that like I don't think she knows she's rich, but I think she's starting to understand that whatever identity is, she was privileged at some point because she feels like she can't do anything on her own. Um, 
Jack gets a little bit frustrated with her at some point because he's like, I think she messes something up. Like she tries to do something and she makes a mess out of it and he gets upset. And, you know, they have a moment and he's like, I'm sorry for like yelling at you. Like that wasn't fair. So they do have moments. But again, I, like, like Hani said, the I beginning, don't buy them. It, it felt like a brother and sister. It felt like, like he was, he's, he, um, they have like fremistry. I just made that word up. Friendistry. Friend chemistry. <laughs> They have friend chemistry like they do like you know I have very close guy friends and their relationship actually reminds me of like me and one of my like close buddies and so it's like that's why like I don't see anything there because he's protective he's forgiving um you know I feel like there's love and care there but I don't see them like I don't see them having that like heat and fire that they try to make sound at no point was i looking at my screen going oh my god they're about to bang yeah like even when the um kiss happened it was it was very and i know what everyone's gonna say this is hallmark but i'm saying in hallmark there's been no hallmark like they are about to get together this is Hallmark hallmark may have terrible acting at times Really cliche, really cheesy. But the chemistry is always chemistry. The chemistry is all... I don't know who their casting agents are, but Hallmark does not miss when it comes to getting two characters that have chemistry. And that's why you'll see them actually do multiple movies with the same two lead actors because once you find... Once you find actors that have chemistry, you just keep you just keep repeating it. You keep growing onto it. And that's why some of them end up marrying each other in real life because <laughs> they're always like playing each other's like parts or whatever. Yeah. But and um, I'm into that. But yeah, so um they do yeah, they, that whole thing. They do there fall is in love. like a they Christmas angel moment. Do you want to get into that? I'm not really I, I'm sorry. I was not about that. Christmas Christmas Angel. Yeah, because there was that christmas like the angel like ornament thing that goes on top of the tree that's like in oh, his yeah. office staff. yeah um, i don't really want to get into that but they have they they, they have, have like, they have moments they have <laughs> moments true. They um, have, what i will say was cute is she she starts to have like flashbacks so i think they did the flashbacks very well i will say that she starts to have flashbacks and is starting to piece together moments but she still can't like figure them all out um and so her didn't her dad give her a snow globe like her yeah. mom gave her one yeah and so, at the beginning of the movie at the beginning of the movie she gets a snow globe and so while she's at the resort um they they give her one or she's like picking up one and she has a flashback and he jack notices he says something like oh like the look in your eyes like it looked like you remembered something and she was like oh I think I might have remembered my mom like and so they, there was some really sweet moments of her kind of coming back together yeah but I just um, I just didn't feel the love and I'm sorry that's my main problem with this I'm yeah. gonna quickly go through like the last little bit um she helps plan this party to like help the hotel or blah 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 Oh yeah, she um, decides to do a fundraiser, which is another. Yeah. Which is I'll I'll talk about this really quickly. Which is another thing. Uh, Jack is like every other lead man. He does not need help. He does not want to ask for favors. <laughs> he wants to take on the world by himself. Blah blah fucking blah. Um, and so he like <laughs> refuses the help. He doesn't want any help. She has all these great ideas. He is still like obviously not healed from his wife dying two years earlier but no one cares two years no one cares about that it obviously it's time for him to move on 
because that's what the movie says. So that's what he's doing. So he still is like hurt. He doesn't even really like, he didn't even unpack Christmas decorations because like it just hurts too much because I think Christmas was her favorite holiday because of course it fucking was. Um, And so, you know, Sierra's like, I think I have some great ideas. Why don't you just let me help you? And he kind of goes off on her and is like, I don't need your help. Um, what? Who are you to say something about memories you can't even remember yourself? I was like, oh, he did not. I would have stabbed him. And so she and obviously is hurt and she like runs away and he like feels bad and apologizes. And um, yeah, like Hani said, she she helps them. They do this fundraiser. Um, she gets all dressed up. We have the slow walk down the stairs moment. He's like, Oh, you look beautiful. Um, they actually end up going to the place where the party starts before everybody else and they have a dance. I will say I said aw. Like I remember saying, like, oh, okay, this is cute. But again, oh, like there was so no than me. I am, I am. Like I remember being like, Okay, this is kind of <laughs> sweet. Like the the dance and stuff was kind of sweet. But again, like I didn't like Off it, topic. It, Becca it didn't even like, hesitate. I was like, you're so much nicer than me. She's like, I am. I am. Oh, it's no. True. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that's, why, no. that's why we balance each other out because I'm the tolerable one. Um, yeah. No, that was super <laughs> cute. Um, so that whole thing happens. But before he can like fully thank her, her dad and, and Tad. Tad show up. So, so. Oh, yeah. So the crazy thing about it is they end up, I don't even know if they end up having an official fundraiser um like people show up to this party and then people literally just show up and just like start handing him checks of money um because they're like just talking about like i think one couple was like we didn't have any money for a honeymoon and you let us stay here for free we should probably pay you for that and then there was another guy who i think said you gave my uh child like free ski lessons and now he's like a professional skier and i never paid you back for it so like that's kind of gonna be toxic but you know what i got from all that this what? dude is a terrible businessman. Oh, a 10 out of fucking, like, absolutely fucking terrible. And then he's like, why are we failing? We can't compete. I'm like, no, you are giving out free, like, free rides and free, like, I understand family and friends discounts, but child, like, okay, you- so it's not just me, because I was like, no, he's terrible. coming up, giving him stuff and paying him for stuff i'm like you are a terrible businessman because i get every once in a while like if you're in a good position and you see somebody and you can bless them i get it but this dude had nothing and he was like let me just keep giving out free stuff over and over and over again no it was it was very consistent um yeah so yeah that happens and then like like honey said um yeah her her dad and tad show up and this is so funny like amnesia tropes fucking kill me because like i'm like i hate on sck but at least they like like the at least they tried to say like the punch brought his memories back her memories all come back at once just by seeing her family which i can i i don't know like i'm not a fucking head doctor i don't know if that that's the case they're but called it was a just, neurologist <laughs> um <laughs> you know what i meant bitch i don't <laughs> i don't let know. me save you I don't know if all her memories would have came back just because her dad and her and her fiance, quote unquote fiance, show up. So I just thought that was really funny how she was like, "Oh, I remember who I am." Um, yeah. And we're like, "Okay, girl, if you say so." And then they take her home. But yeah. As they and take her home, she turns around and she's like, "Thank you so much for all you've done for me." 
Um, right. And Jack, Jack looks like he's about to burst into tears. He does have a good pre-crying face. I will say that. <laughs> um, he looks like he's about to literally start sobbing. Yeah. Um, this is going to be also toxic, out. but I love a man in pain. And his pre-crying face was one of the only times where I felt some things for him. Yeah, that is, you need to go to therapy because that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> she starts to, she remembers everything. She, like I said, she turns around and she kind of has a moment and she's like, thank you so much for like taking care of me. Tad and her dad, actually, I don't think Tad does it, but her dad like goes up to Jack and he's like, like, thank you so much for taking care of my daughter, yada, yada, yada. Um, And so she goes back to, she goes back to the, uh, her dad's hotel and you can like already kind of tell like that her experience kind of has changed her for the better and this is where I get like Christmas Carol vibes and I have watched probably every reiteration of the Christmas Carol like this morning I was watching a Carol's Christmas which is a really bad movie but I just love I'm obsessed with like the notion of the Christmas Carol of like you having this kind of like experience and then you you wake up the, the morning of or the next day um, and your life's like changed and you're, you view everybody in like a positive light or whatever. So she starts treating people so much better and everybody's kind of looking at her crazy because they're like, you know, why is she doing these things? I think she ends up making her own bed. And all of the people from like the beginning, like her, they're like, is she okay? Like, why is she making her own bed? And then she goes to the kitchen and makes her own breakfast because they like taught her how to cook and so they're like tad's like what like what are you doing like we have a press conference like why are you cooking the outfit that she picks out for the press conference like is it super impressive it's cute though i did like the outfit it was just like a cute like white turtleneck with like some jeans and some boots but it's not like the uh a hundred thousand dollar jumpsuit or whatever it's that not she was like wearing. red carpet ready yeah it's not like couture or anything and so it's obvious that like the experience has changed her and i think i really did like that though because it reminded me so much of the christmas carol and i love those movies so they go to this press conference and of, of course for some reason now <laughs> this press conference is uh on tv and jack <laughs> is able to see it and it made me think like, oh, yeah, when her dad was doing all of this press of trying to find his child, how come no one at this resort saw anything on TV about it? But, of course, as soon as she's back safe, they're able to watch To view all his press conferences. Now he exists in this universe. <laughs> so now, yeah, now TV and the news and all of this exists because she has her memory back because plot. And so, yeah, they're watching this press conference and Tad basically takes this opportunity to announce they're engaged. You can tell that Sierra is kind of like, oh, like, you know, she doesn't really say anything. She doesn't say they're not. She doesn't say they are. She doesn't really get an opportunity to say anything. And Jack basically is like, oh, I've seen everything that I needed to see and turned off the TV. Which is just like a man. Like, let's yeah. be honest yeah he's like he's like mm, i can't do this um let me go think about my my dead wife so <laughs> <laughs> so that happens and oh, so why am i not remembering this is terrible why am i not remembering what kind of buttons everything up together oh okay, um, okay. so what buttons up is that he talks to his daughter i thought and yes. she tells him that her yes, wish. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say what buttons it up is that he talks to his daughter and she's like, Oh my god, daddy, my Christmas wish let's let you find love again, even though it's been two years. Like, I'm just saying, like, honestly, I cannot imagine <laughs> being a child looking at my father. Honey, we were so close two years. 
Stay on track. Stay okay, on I'm sorry. Track. I'm just saying I cannot stand. I love this child, but also like, oh my god, two years is long enough to mourn for mommy, dad. Find me a new mommy. Anyways, yeah. that's what she so tells she, him pretty she much. Basically she's like, gives I him wish a, for a new mother. Yeah, and she gives like, him I'm a pep talk. And he tries to go and find her. At this point, um, Sierra is actually breaking up with Tad and basically saying, like, we're not good for each other. We're not meant for each other. Tad doesn't really take it the bad way. And this is why I don't. This is why I think he's gay, because he's literally just like, "Okay, girl. And then asks the like some guy that works at the hotel if he wants to go away with him for the weekend. And I was like, uh, what is happening? go back and watch I, I, it i did not get that far in my rewatch because i was go back and watch it go back and watch it literally at the end of the movie he's like do you want to come with me and the guy's like yes and then they ride off together and oh, wait, like, is it, is so he's he bisexual yes if he's bisexual i'm into it i'm just saying no, i'm all for it but i was just like what is happening like, what is going yeah, on it was very they, weird they ride off together mm-hmm. And so, so Jack-, Jack shows up and it's like, oh my God, thank you so much for everything you did. I love you. Blah, blah. No, she's but like, he oh says it, he says it to the, he says it first, he gets there and he thinks that she's in the car. So he like says his speech or whatever. And Tad rolls down the window and is like, this is, I'm assuming the speech is not for me. And then <laughs> creepy, creepy Santa Claus comes out of nowhere and is like, I think the girl you're looking for is in the back i don't know she's like standing like outside okay but you know Um, how you know i'm cracked though and this is also off topic but it's fine because we (laughs) that's how it's been this entire a part of me was like what if tad was like i know the speech is not for me but i love you too (laughs) that would have been more entertaining honestly um (laughs) that would have been yes that would have been more entertaining so he finds her and they say words i don't know like they they declare their love for each other um and they have Honestly, a kiss yeah the best part for me that's the end of the movie. is when see no sierra's father i i have really oh, i forgot him. about this yes they have a moment so, we forgot about yeah. that they have no, a moment i'm just saying i love her dad he he he's like i owe a debt of gratitude to jack for everything so he like divide decides to like invest in yeah in and, the North Star Lodge and Sierra is going to be in charge of like events or something right going. yeah getting yeah that up like and going, getting getting the project up and going but I forgot to mention that she when she gets back she has a conversation with her dad and she's like I know that you made that that job position just so that you're afraid that I won't be able to take care of myself. Um, he's She's like, you know, direct, director of atmosphere, like, that's not a real job. Um, and he's like, yeah, he's like, I promised your mother that I would take care of you. And that's basically why he gave her the job is so that he could be able to watch over her um, and make sure nothing happens. And he says, well, I, I don't think I need to take care of you anymore. I think you can take care of yourself. Like, I'm so proud of the woman you became. So they have a really nice moment. So that's what, yeah, it's, it was so weird. I, because- I really appreciate it. And I'm going to tell you, speaking of, like, feeling like you knew actors, like, I knew the dude who played Sierra's dad. And it turns out I really did know him because he was on soap operas, like The Young he, and the Restless and whatnot. Yeah, he's also been in something else. He's, he had a very familiar face. Um... 
but I liked him. Honestly, I will say this. Um, I know I kind of trashed this movie, this entire podcast, but I, I, I love, I, yes, the plot was nothing new or anything, but I, I, I love Christmas movies for this. Like, I don't expect to be like, have to do a lot of thinking or any of that when I'm watching Christmas movies. So I appreciated that portion of it. The only like negatives is I just, I just wish there was more chemistry between the leads. Cause I feel like Lindsay Lohan, not just out acted. It would be one thing if she was just out acting. I just wish there was more chemistry. That's my main, like, no, right. honestly, I, I did not hate the movie and I hope people didn't take that away from the podcast. I thought the movie was really cute. I thought it was, um, I'm super happy for her. I'm super proud that she like has come back and it gave me like feels but it did not it wasn't like it wasn't the romance that I was looking for um and honestly from the trailer I could kind of tell that it was going to be like that like I don't expect a lot from Netflix originals anyway but usually the chemistry is there like even with those terrible Christmas Prince movies those those two had like chemistry so I don't know if yeah I don't I I don't know right I feel like they should have done more of a chemistry test like that's my one gripe with this movie like but maybe she chose I don't know maybe that. she chose him like maybe she was like oh this is who I want to act with because they do seem like they might be friends but they're just you know there wasn't there wasn't anything there so I don't I I say all that to say that I probably will still end up rewatching it around the holidays just because like I, I just tend to do that anyway <laughs> so I don't think it'll be like something that I never watch again um but when it comes to like, I never the hierarchy <laughs> The hierarchy of Netflix originals. This one is really low, which is ironic because it got like a 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is probably I one know. of the highest, highest scores that a Netflix original rom com has ever gotten. So honestly, this is very on par course for how we feel versus how the general public feels still. <laughs> Cause all the movies where we're like the Kevin, I feel like I don't know maybe it's just me and you're not the same exact way but I am willing to handle any type of plot or any type of acting if there is good chemistry and good looking people around you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so for me yes Lindsay Lohan was gorgeous and there was other gorgeous people but the male lead quite didn't match up to my opinion of a male lead so that was like my first strike and then the chemistry wasn't there Mm-hmm. So that was my second strike. So that's why it doesn't write as high for me as, let's say, something that failed miserably. I can't wait to see what else she's going to do from here on out, because I feel like she's really in her bag. And it felt like the Lindsay Lohan of Mean Girls and Confessions yeah, of a Teen oh, Drama that, And I think that's why I love it so much. That's why I loved it so much. That's why I was like, you know what? chemistry yeah you're like i'm gonna give it all the grace yeah i gave it a lot of grace and that was mostly because of i just i'm just so happy to see her happy like if if you're and i'm not necessarily like a huge fan of hers but i you know i know she's been through i saw i saw how the media the media really like treated treated her terribly and so to see her be able to take back this narrative and be able to just do cheesy movies like that's like i think that's great i appreciate because like I get it and and I'm the same way like I haven't really tweeted much about the movie mostly because I didn't want to like share my thoughts prior to the podcast but Mm -hmm. like she she acted she was an actor 
yeah with the script she got she acted down like she really she did it. and it's that's why you can tell that she just was really excited to be acting again yeah because i was just like wow yeah. like she's really you know she was committed it was not phoned in at all and then you t- i took a look at like some of i don't know if you saw any of her like the stuff she did for pr and stuff but the way she like remembers every single role and the lines she said and all this other especially with the things that were going on in her personal life at that time let's be honest here there was a lot mm-hmm. going on in her personal mm-hmm. life at that time but like she's somebody who really is passionate about acting and she's really committed yeah. so i just i just wish her success and i'm willing i will i will sit through 10 more of these movies for if oh, Lindsay yeah. Lohan was in it i will just just to, just to support her so yeah well i may not have like i might not have felt things chemistry wise yeah it might have been cliche but i love a cliche plot line it was as cheesy as fuck and it was still enjoyable like it was still but that's like, what this time of year is yeah. I feel like it was it, it was still cheesy. enjoyable it was still cheesy so like if we sounded like we just shat on it the entire time i know i you, really feel that yeah and if you enjoy if you enjoyed this movie like this is not a knock towards you i'm glad i'm glad you enjoyed it like you know this is not an oscar award-winning podcast we literally it's literally called trash yeah. Essential for but here's reason, the so. thing though like if you enjoy this movie i want you to know like we went into it wanting to enjoy it like yeah i am sad i did not get the joy out of it that i wanted to yeah we're like, just i want romance, you to know i'm happy we're for romance you. romance connoisseurs and the romance wasn't there for us um so yeah i I like I said I would probably rewatch again. Honey says she would not, <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, I might. Like, we don't like if we I don't have love enough wine in me. Yeah. I might like just we don't put necessarily it on. we don't necessarily love every movie we've ever covered. So no, it's fine yeah. though. But like she acted, the plot was actually very on course for this kind of movie. Yeah, the I just the for me the chemistry was lacking and that was the only thing and i'm shallow enough that for me chemistry is it's one of my important. main components yeah yeah no, it's that so makes important sense. that makes perfect sense. sense okay well i really hope if you're still listening <laughs> that you enjoy the podcast and i i am so sorry we were so chaotic today but you know that's one of the reasons why i really love doing this is that you get to see a kind of a snippet of our authentic selves i know sometimes we we tend to put a certain face forward or we as human beings tend to hide how we really feel or hide some of our quirkiness because of social media and so I I love doing this and being able to just truly talk to one of uh, people who that I think are my genuine friends and Hani is probably one of one of the closest friends I have from just joining Twitter and so at this point like I apologize for how chaotic it is but it also you also got just got a taste of what it sounds like when we talk to each other it, yeah which if, I thought also, was cool. I feel like if you're on Twitter you've seen we've had these co- similar I mean not these yeah. exact conversation but similar conversation you know who Becca is and you know yeah. who I am right. and you know how we go about things or what we think about certain things so I feel like it's fine like um and maybe it's the Gemini in me that's always like people are just gonna love us because hello have you met us because why wouldn't you (laughs) why wouldn't you love me and Becca what do you want but I'm I'm really thankful I just I just I just want to hype up my wife for a second um no I really appreciate I think when it comes to like uh rom-coms and stuff I always take 
uh, Becca's recommendations because we may not agree 100% of the time, but I always see what she sees in it, even if I don't always 100% feel it. And I'm really thankful you started this podcast because you are somebody that everybody, I I want the whole world to listen to you because you're just, you are so amazing. And I'm thankful for you each and every single day. So yeah. You're trying to make, I'm literally getting emotional. Why are you, why would you say that? <laughs> no, but I am because you're, you're trying so, to make me you are cry on the podcast. We always say we're so different, but you are one of the kindest. Uh, you give so much grace to everybody, myself included. Um, which too I much. Do I need to, too <laughs> yeah, much you need, to, you need to tell me when to <laughs> shut up. But, no, you're but fine. keep going. <laughs> um, but you give so much grace and you are one of the kindest most open most loving most just you are a bright spot on humanity and a credit to the human race in my opinion so so I'm really excited for this podcast and I'm willing, I'm willing to come on anytime and thanks for for letting me on and let me um be my toxic self and I, I just I love you so yeah that's it bye I love you more I'm I'm sorry guys I'm literally crying right now because I was not expecting that at all Um, I know you are but I just want I want you to know I need it on record I feel like you don't understand just what because people are just sometimes in humanity people are cruel but I I just want you to know you are a bright shining spot in humanity and you should be celebrated every single day and I'm so excited for you (sighs) thank you I thank you that's all I can say is thank you because I don't want to cry anymore Yeah, you are literally always welcome. Like, I'm serious. Like, I think you're probably going to just end up being a co-host. But just due to scheduling conflicts, I can have other people on when you can't when you can't record. Well, yeah, well, it's fine. <laughs> yes. I, I that's that's, okay. that's basically what this has been at this point. <laughs> it's been what it is. And we all know what it is. <laughs> and we don't have to talk about it. But I'm really excited for listening to more of your uh, rom-com episodes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no. Um no, I, I follow um, her as the. Tr- I trash. have such a hard time because I'm so. I used know to this one. I know I used to be the black and the dizzy, which I miss. I really miss that one. So it's uh trash t r a s h underscore rom underscore lover. So yeah, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. I think there are a couple of new movies that are actually coming out. I don't usually do primetime movies that come out in the theaters just because people may not have access to them, but I do really want to do the new Julia Roberts. Did you see that one? Julia Roberts and George Clooney. I haven't watched um, it yet, but it's on my list to watch. Also, there's a whole bunch of stuff coming on. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know. If, did Prime. I send you the trailer? Yes. For the pro- oh, and, yeah. The and pro- there's two. You knew there's, where I was going. <laughs> there's actually three movies that are coming out on Amazon Prime. There is a, um, It's this one is not really a rom-com of sorts. It's more of a drama. It's about a woman who's trying to find her mother. It's about a guy who's coming back home to actually, to, to bury his mom. And they um, kind of fall in love by, like, that's on netflix oh that and one's on netflix okay when it comes out we're watching it and uh i'm just gonna speak on your behalf i need i need to do a podcast episode with you on that movie okay we can definitely it, do that it looks i will like say that will that trailer, will be, that will be a different episode though because it's yeah that it's not a comedy at all so that will be no. kind of more of a, a serious one which actually might be nice it might be nice yeah better, but the more. chemistry in that one looks like it's really chemistry yeah no, I, I, I'm i looking forward to that. There's another one with uh, Zoe Douche. Um, Zoe, I just call her Zoe Douche. 
Zoe. Zoe Dove. How do you pronounce her last name? Is it Zoe and Zoe Duchanel? Is that how you hear that? No. Or is Zoe Valdana? No. The girl from Set It Up on Netflix. We just I'm need sorry. to end the podcast. You know what I'm talking about. Dutch, Dutch, Zoe Dutch, Zoe Dutch. I don't know her last name, just but it looks stop. it looks really good. Stop. It has the the guy from Insecure. His name's Kendrick Sampson, um, and they basically both end up in New York because he's trying to propose to his girlfriend, and uh, Zoe's Zoe's boyfriend got her some like earrings <laughs> from Tiffany's, and they like accidentally swap they swap gifts. They swap gifts, and so it looks like a really cute, like a really cute movie or whatever. So I'll probably cover that it one does. as well. I, I'm um, sorry, I just haven't passed. I've not moved past Zoe Douche. I don't know why I called her Zoe Douche. I'm really sorry. She's not going to listen to this because she's famous. But if you heard that, I apologize for calling you a douche. I'm sure you're a lovely woman. So anyway, I'm gonna. I'm ending it. Thank you so much for listening to Trash Romance Central. Uh, I appreciate you if you sat through all of this chaoticness. We love you so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.